truth be told, a lot of us have not exercised our faith in a lot of places because we were not required to. We have not been required to. A lot of us knew that we were going to get this degree because we saw so many people ahead of us doing it. We were given the blueprint in school. There was there didn't need to be a heavily reliance on it, on having faith there. Welcome to the Date with Sense podcast. This is the place you come to have a fun, fruitful, and forward-moving dating experience towards marriage or whatever your desired romantic constellation. I am your host, Taurus Sense, and I am here to help you, as a high-achieving woman of faith, attract quality marriage-minded men and confidently date for the romantic partnership you desire. And on this podcast, I'll be sharing my best practical tips, tools, and advice on how to transform your love life from the inside out so that you attract the best men and have the best dating experiences. You're already well-educated and well-paid. Now is the time for you to also be well-loved. Hello, Queen. I am back. From the DR. I know that last week's episode, I mentioned that earlier this year, I invested in Maya Elias's inner circle for six to seven figure entrepreneurs, specifically uh, for women of faith entrepreneurs. And a part of this inner circle included a five day international retreat in the Dominican Republic. And Woo, the experience I have, I don't have I, words to really explain the the insight and the transformation and the beautiful experiences that I've had over there. It was like the perfect mix of learning and luxury. So, of course, we had the learning, the sessions that really delve deep into what our businesses did last year, how we want to, you know, the level that we want to take our businesses this year, how to continue to show up for our clients. And then also like even how to build wealth in our businesses. Like that was dope. And then the luxury of all, we stayed in this huge villa that was like the size of a small boutique hotel, which included like this large pool. We had in-house butler service, chef service, room service, um, jacuzzi. I mean, we had a whole gym in the home that had a sauna there. Everyone had their own rooms. And um, the the living room was so big, we call it the lobby. We're like, hey, we're going to meet in the lobby for dinner. <laughs> so the luxury was on point. Absolutely love a luxurious experience. And then the the ladies that were there. So we got learning, luxury, and the ladies. So there were, so I believe like seven other entrepreneurs that were there in the, the six, seven figure range. And a few of them, you know, I've been on Zoom calls with these ladies since the beginning of the year. So 
seeing them in person, I was just like, I don't know how these ladies are going to be in person. This is going to be very interesting. But as soon as I met each and every one of them, it was like we had known each other. It was all love. We it's like it wasn't like we had just met. And what I love about meeting these ladies is that I, I learned from every single one of them. Every single one of them taught me something about myself, my business. And I enjoy being around business owners in just general, just entrepreneurs in general. Um, but it's something about being around entrepreneurs who are kind of like on a similar playing field as you are when it comes to experience, when it comes to serving clients, when it comes to revenue, when it comes to operations, the conversation is definitely different, severely different. And it was just so many takeaways for from the whole event. And I'm just very pleased. The retreat itself was worth the complete investment that I made for this year in the inner circle. So I'm telling y'all, investing in yourselves is one of the most important things that you can do. And for those of you who are on the fence in terms of investing yourself, investing in yourself when it comes to your love life, the same way the conversation is different when you're surrounded by people who are really focused on their business and really doing well in their business. The conversation is different for women who are learning how to date deliciously, who have been in the dating game and who are leveling up when it comes to love. The conversation is different. You're surrounded by people who are complaining about dating, who are hating it, who are drained. Like you are in the wrong circles. Like you really need to hop in a different circle. Of course, you know, I got C2C for that. So whenever you're ready. Come on and hop in this circle. There are tons of women in that community who can help you level up simply just by being in the same room with them, just by watching how they move and how they show up. But, you know, this podcast episode ain't about that. I just want to share about my amazing experience investing in myself and what I took away from that. But yeah, today's episode, this is an important one. Considering that so many women of faith are struggling with dating. And I'm like, we, like, if you are a woman of faith and that's what you're claiming, like, we shouldn't be out here, like, drained and disgusted and over it. Like, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be like this. And we are missing a huge component of faith as women of faith. And now it sounds cliche to talk about, oh, we need to have faith. But there's a lot of practical, uh, practical way to look at this as well as implement it into your love life. And when you do, I'm telling you, your love life will make a complete shift towards what you actually desire so that you'll really be dating deliciously. So I'm going to share this clip which is actually an Instagram live that I ripped off and I decided to throw on the podcast it's no longer available on Instagram so putting on this podcast for you to listen to and without further ado here's a clip what I want to talk about today is to discuss like what most women of faith don't understand about dating and because they don't understand it they are drained 
They are frustrated. They are overwhelmed. And this is a problem because when you are drained, you're exhausted with dating and you don't feel like doing it. It's also a problem because when you're frustrated, you're easily annoyed with men. You're easily annoyed with dating. And what happens when you're easily annoyed? You don't want to do it. You don't want to engage. It's a problem because when you're overwhelmed, you feel very anxious about dating. Like, oh, I just have so much on my plate. I just feel so overcome. You know, I I, I don't know what all I need to do and how I need to do it and how it's going to happen for me and when it's going to happen for me and, and why isn't it happening for me? Here is what most women of faith don't understand. We don't understand that dating is spiritual and it requires faith. I'm going to say that again. We don't understand that dating is spiritual and it requires faith. It's spiritual. Dating is spiritual because it's an opportunity to establish, develop, and deepen your relationship with the divine creator. That's why it's spiritual. Because when we get closer to the divine, when we get closer to the creator, when we build this relationship with the creator, like we ultimately get close to who we are and the divinity within us. God doesn't dwell in what? Temple made by man's hands. Where does God dwell? Inside of us, we are deeply connected. There is no separation here. And that is why dating is spiritual, because it allows us to have that opportunity. It allows us the opportunity to become more in the image of God. Developing more of the fruits of the spirit, developing a more better character. Okay. It gives us that opportunity. That is why dating is spiritual. And so many of us hate it because we don't realize that it is spiritual. We don't realize that it is. We think it's something to cater to us so that we don't have to feel certain types of feelings so that we don't have to experience a certain type of life. And yes, those things come along with a healthy, happy partnership, but ultimately it is for spiritual growth. This is why we oftentimes we end up with men that we're not aligned. We're not in alignment with It's why we oftentimes end up Exhausted with men who are not showing up for us. It is why we settle for situationships. It's why we often deal with the same things over and over and over and over again, because again, we see it as something. These relationships, these men are here to validate me. They're here so I don't feel lonely. 
They're here so that I can be excited. (laughs) They're here so I can finally have fun. They're here so I can finally feel secure. That's not the purpose of men in your life. You are supposed to create that for yourself through connecting with God. The men that are in alignment with you come together with you. They're not the one supplying this. You are the one creating this and they come to you based upon y'all being in alignment. So it's spiritual. I need y'all to understand dating is spiritual. And dating also requires faith, woman of faith, because dating has a lot of uncertainty. We don't know who we're going to meet. We don't know if we're going to have a phone call with the same guy we talked to on the phone with today. We don't know if he's going to ask us on a second date. We don't know if he's going to pursue us. We don't know. We don't know when we're going to be married. We don't know when we're going to be engaged. We don't know when we're going to have the romantic partnerships we desire. Like we can't predict it. So there's a lot of uncertainty. We don't know which guys we like are going to like us back. We don't know which apps are we going to find the men that we desire. Like we just don't know. So there's so much uncertainty there. You have no idea what's going to happen and who you're going to meet, which means it requires faith. And I always stress this point because I'm talking to women of faith who have lost their faith when it comes to dating, who cannot tap into their faith. It's like, oh, I want a man who loves Jesus. But okay, but why? I'm asking you because I'm not seeing your faith being exercised in your dating practices. I'm asking you why. Some of us are going to church every single week. We're reading our Bibles every single week. We're praying. But then I'm like, okay, so where is your faith when it comes to creating the relationship that you desire? Truth be told, A lot of us have not exercised our faith in a lot of places because we were not required to. We have not been required to. A lot of us knew that we were going to get this degree because we saw so many people ahead of us doing it. We were given the blueprint in school. There there didn't need to be a heavily reliance on it, on having faith there. A lot of us did not require a lot of faith in order to get our careers going. We had blueprints for it. Everything was spelled out for us. We had like a roadmap. So no one questioned it. It was like, oh yeah, like 10 people in my life is doing this and they telling me how to do it. My guidance counselor telling me how to do it. And we get to the place where we need to exercise our faith and we're like, I don't want to do this no more. I'm tired. We have not exercised our faith. We have not worked it out. We have not strengthened our faith muscles because everything that we truly are convicted in did not require, like a lot of it did not require us to have faith to do it. All we had to do was just look at other people doing it, uh, people telling us how to do it. 
This means as a woman of faith, like you simply need to get to the point where you trust. You trust that dating will work out for you no matter what. No matter what. No matter what obstacles. No matter what challenges. No matter the fear. There has to be faith that you will have your desires. But as I mentioned before, most of us don't have that faith. Like we be, we be like, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me, except connecting with quality men on dating apps, except dating for marriage. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, except having men invest in me. <laughs> But you can do all things through Christ. You can do all things. Well, all the things you can do, ma'am, because I thought these were some things. I can do all things through Christ except create a delicious, yummy dating experience. I can do all things. I can do all things except navigating my fear around dating. Navigating my fear around asking for what I want. Navigating my anxiousness around setting clear boundaries. I can do all things though. What can you do, ma'am? We be like, God has not given us a spirit of fear. But we like, I'm Torah, I'm scared of rejection. <laughs> I'm scared to put myself out. That's I'm like, hold on. I thought she was not given the spirit of fear. Spirit of fear has not given us that, but has given us sound mind, peace and sound mind. Except when it comes to navigating these men. I fear I don't have what I, what I want. I won't be able to have it. I thought God has not given you the spirit of fear. So I'm just scared. What that supposed to mean? God has not given you the spirit of fear. So where do you think that spirit of fear is coming from? God didn't give it to you, but we're women of faith. So what are we subscribing to? God or the enemy? A lot of us are living our lives in alignment with the enemy. And then we're wondering why our love lives are not operating or looking like the way that we desire. I'm like, ma'am, you're, you're aligned with the enemy. <laughs> What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> you're, you're aligned with this fear. And when I say aligned, it doesn't mean that as a human, you don't have fear. It means that you don't have a spirit of fear where this is your lifestyle and you're choosing not to take action because you have fear. Courage is required to take the action. That's when you like, you understand that you tap into God in order to access the power that you need to have to navigate your fear. doesn't mean you don't have it. It means you're not operating in the spirit and saying, ah, yeah, I'm just scared to put myself out there. I'm, I fear that this, I, 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 it won't happen for me. Like you're aligned with the enemy. So you're reaping the fruit of what the enemy has to give you. We be reading the scriptures, you know, we be, we be talking about the scriptures is like, don't be anxious about anything. Y'all know the scripture, right? Because we'd be like, I want a man of God. I know my scriptures. I'm like, you know it, but do you live them? 
Like you can regurgitate and repeat and you can quote scripture. But do you live the teachings? Do you live these universal principles? Do you do you live the teachings of Christ, of Yeshua? Like, do you live it? So when you read the scripture, don't be anxious about anything. Gotta be like, don't be anxious about anything. Except when I haven't heard from the guy I like all week. Like that's what I'm just gonna be so anxious. Again, it's nothing wrong with having anxious feelings, but we do not dwell in anxiousness. It's not our lifestyle to dwell those. It's just not. Not anxious about, oh my gosh, like he hasn't texted me back. It's been five hours. I'm anxious. I'm anxious. It's been two weeks and I haven't matched with anyone on the apps. I'm anxious. But I'm not. I thought the scripture said we don't be anxious about anything, but we continue to align with the enemy and make the enemy our friend. And we wonder why we're not making progress with dating. So those of you who are on here, you are hearing what I'm saying, and it's probably really, really motivating you right now, like encouraging you. And then some of you. Like, even though you are encouraged and motivated, you're like, okay, I hear what Torah is saying, but like, how do I, how do I gather this faith when I've just been so disappointed? Like, put a two in the comments if that's similar to how you feel. Like, how do I, how do I channel this faith? Like, I know logically I'm supposed to have this faith, but how do I embody the faith when I've been so disappointed, when things have never worked out for me with dating, when I have attracted situationship after situationship, when I have always, right, cycled in the wrong types of dating experiences. How do I do that? The first thing I want you to ask yourself when you're struggling to pull your faith and to create it for yourself is ask yourself this one question is, have I truly been faithful while dating? Have I been taking actions that show faithfulness while dating? Even if you lack faith, it is possible for you to take faithful actions. I'll give you an example. I always use the health and fitness example. Even if you don't have faith or you have very little faith that you are going to lose 20 pounds in six months, you can still take faithful actions. You can still say, well, I don't know if I'm going to be losing this amount of weight. It's a lot of weight to lose in six months. I haven't been able to do it in the past, but what I can do is be faithful in going to the gym three times a week. That's what I can do. I can be faithful at increasing my weight that I'm lifting every single week. I can be faithful in that. I can be faithful in doing my, um, my, my hit training. I can be faithful in that. I can be faithful in Eating my meals that are high protein every day, 
and low processed food. I can, I can, I can commit to that. I can be faithful in that. Same thing with, let's just say your credit score. Like you might think, okay, so I have a 620. I would love to reach an 850 within the year. I don't know if that's possible, but I'm going to be faithful at paying my monthly bill over the minimum amount on my credit card. I'm going to be faithful with that payment. I'm actually going to be so faithful. I'm going to make two payments in a month, every month. I don't know if my credit score is going to go up to 850. That is what I would love to do, but I am going to be faithful. I am going to be faithful to never miss a payment. I'm going to be so faithful that everything is going to be on auto pay. I will never miss a payment. That is how I'm going to show up faithfully. So let's take this back to dating. Ask yourself, how have you, have you been faithful in your actions with dating? Or have you stopped being faithful after two weeks of not matching with anyone on the apps? You're like, oh, I'm deleting them. Tired though. I mean, if you were, if you were paying, if you were, if you were going to the gym, you wouldn't have lost that 20 pounds in two weeks. Now, now, because you didn't meet who you wanted to meet, you're done. Instead of asking yourself, okay, so I am faithful to this cause. First of all, have I prayed for answers on how to navigate the apps? And have I sat there and meditated and listened for the answers? Have I given myself space to experiment with these apps? Have I done like, have I been faithful with uploading my photos or did I just upload whatever I saw on my phone or I just uploaded whatever was super easy for me, like taking the same photo at the same angle, all selfies, all sitting in my car in my bathroom mirror. Have I really taken the time to be faithful with my profile? where I fleshed it out so people actually knew exactly who I am or I'm sitting there telling men, this is what I need from them. This is what I'm looking for. Like, did I actually carefully craft my bio? Did I experiment with my bio? Did I experiment with my conversations? Like, did I, was I faithful in my actions? Did, was I online it, during my best energetic times? Or did I wait until I was low energy when I got off from work? Like, was I faithful there? Y'all know why people are like reading their Bibles and doing their devotions early in the morning? Because when they get off of work, they're not going to feel like doing it. And they're really tired. And a lot of times people aren't willing to do their devotions after work because they're low energy. But when you're in the morning, you're more motivated. You're opening your Bibles, right? You're reading your devotions, you're praying, you're like, you're doing that stuff in the morning time because that's where you're highly energetic. But when we swipe on the menu, you be like, Lord, I'll, you know, let me see what's going on this app. And it's like, literally the end of the day, you're tired as shit. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I guess let me, let me try this thing out. Let me see what's happening on here. Let me see if I can talk to somebody like, ma'am, that, that's, that's not a sign of faithfulness. It's a sign of, I don't know. 
And I'm just throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping it sticks. The same thing when we have guys ghost us. And instead of complaining, be like, these men claim they want relationships. And they don't want a relationship. And like getting frustrated with that. Like, again, are you praying about what you would like to see differently? And are you meditating and waiting to hear the response? Are you waiting for the cues, the inspiration, the creative drops in your spirit? You really need to start asking yourself. Have I been ghosting myself? In what areas can I really cater to me? I want to be faithful in this. Like, how am I showing up? Am I using these men to validate me? Am I using these men to distract me from something? Is there a, didn't I say I was supposed to start this business and I have not? Like, why am I talking to these men? Am I using them to get over an ex? Like, why am I doing this? I'm trying to be faithful in my love life. So I'm trying to explore what's showing up for me, God, because I know that all of this is all of this is a lesson. Please show me the lesson. Please show me where I've made promises to myself, but I have not kept kept them. Show me, Lord. I need to know. So I want you to first ask yourself the question, have I been truly faithful while dating? Again, just be be real honest with yourself. Be extremely honest with yourself. Have I truly been faithful? And if you haven't, then you have your answer as to why you're not making progress. Because when you realize that you have not had a date in six months, but you cannot track the faithful actions that could lead to dates every week, you have your answer as to why you don't have dates. Now, again, that doesn't mean that you're a messed up person or you're broken. It simply means that you just haven't taken ownership of your love life. You have decided not to be faithful. But you have to understand that instead of blaming the men, blaming your location, blaming your zip code, blaming the apps. It's like, actually, the reason why I'm not making progress is because I have not made I've not been taking faithful actions. I've not been faithful in my dating journey. I quit after failing five times. I quit after failing 10 times. I just quit. I quit after failing 20 times. I quit after failing 30 times because I see failure as an attack on my identity instead of lessons to learn that are getting me closer to God and getting closer to myself. That's why I quit. Because I see failure as things that make me less than. I see failure as proof that I don't have what it takes. Instead of seeing it as a way to mold myself into the woman that I desire to be that attracts the men that I desire to date, to love. That's why I quit. And then if you are deciding to be faithful, 
Each action you take needs to support the faith that you have. If you have faith that you are going to meet a quality man, you don't delete the apps after you have not met anyone in weeks. That's not what you do. Those are not actions that support your faith. Those are actions that support your disbelief. They support your fear. Okay. If you know it's a sure thing, if you if you have the faith to know that your love life is going to be delicious and yummy and filled with fine, fascinating men, none of those obstacles matter. None of those obstacles matter because you have faith. None of the challenges matter. If they matter, then their faith wasn't there. There was no faith there. If you have faith that men are going to make an effort to court you, you do not give up after being ghosted. I don't care if you was ghosted 20 times. I remember a woman telling me she got ghosted two times. And I said, okay, in, in what span of a period? She said a year. I'm like, only two times? You wasn't dating enough. And you, and you heartbroken because you was ghosted twice. Ma'am, you're not dating enough. You really trying to tell me this why you stopped dating because your feelings was hurt after two times? If you have faith that men are going to make an effort to court you, you don't stop dating after you dealt with five low effort dudes. You're like, like that doesn't matter. You're using dating as a process, as a spiritual practice. And you're like, okay, this has been a pattern for me. And I know it's inner work. And this is what I work with my clients with is inner transformational work because your outside is created by your inside. And so if men are not making an effort to court you, where in your life are you not making an effort in yourself? This goes, this is for my people pleasers. This is for my strong friends who want people to check up on them. This is for my overgivers or the ones who love hard talking to you. There is a reason why men dump on you. There is a reason why men are always looking to take from you and never offering to invest in you. It is because you have not created that standard in your own life for yourself. When you have faith, fear, obstacles, and challenges do not move you. And when I say do not move, it does not mean you don't have emotions around it. It doesn't mean that you don't have like a a feeling of frustration. You're just not living in frustration. It doesn't mean you don't have a feeling of disappointment. It means you're not living in disappointment. Doesn't mean that you don't have the, the feeling of despair. It's just like I'm here for this moment and I'm out tomorrow. I'm back at it tomorrow. I'm sliding down the walls today and I'm back at it tomorrow. The fear, the obstacles, and the challenges do not move you. You move the obstacles. You move the challenges. You move the fear. What does the scripture say? Matthew 17 and 20. What does it say? If you have faith as small 
as what? As a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. I said nothing will be impossible for you. I said nothing. Getting quality dates will not be impossible for you. Meeting quality men who provide, protect, and build for you won't be impossible for you. Enjoying multiple high-quality men who pursue you for the romantic partnership you desire won't be impossible for you. Having men show up and tangibly invest in you won't be impossible. Having an attractive, insightful, fascinating man that's aligned with your core values won't be impossible for you. Because as a woman of faith, now you actually have faith. You're not punk faking. You actually have faith. Some of you guys already know about my story about Wendy's. When I had, I graduated with three degrees and the recession happened and I, I didn't have a job. The internships that I had had to take back their offers. So I didn't have anything and I had to go work for Wendy's. And when I went to go work for Wendy's, again, a woman with three bachelor's degrees, I was the first person to do it at my school, at my um, at my university in 20 years. And I would come in every day with a smile on my face, dumping the fries, flipping the burgers, um, mopping the floors, cleaning the front lobby area. And I came to work on time within my first month at, at Wendy's, highly decorated with degrees. I made employee of the month. And people would always ask me, like, why are you smiling? Like, you're so overqualified to be here. Like, why are you so happy to be here? And I said, I'm so happy because I'm not going to be here long. I am so happy because I get to do this knowing I'm not going to be here long. I am mopping these floors knowing I'm not going to be here long. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't care because I have the faith that God is going to show me the way. I have the faith that God is going to lead me to where I need to be. I have no idea where this is going to come from. But I know as I drop these fries, I ain't going to be here long. You're only depressed if you don't have hope. (laughs) You're only depressed if you're not convicted that there's something out there better for you. That's the only time you're drained, disappointed, and and depressed. And that's how they were showing up. Like, they didn't want to come to work. They didn't want to show up for themselves. They didn't want to do the work when they got there. They wasn't happy when they got there. They also didn't know what they were actually going to do with their lives either. I knew. I came in there with them three degrees. I already knew what I was going to do. I was convicted and convinced. I don't care if you see this Wendy's badge on me. I don't see myself this way stuck here. I don't, God don't see me this way neither. In addition to that faith, I took faithful actions. Y'all know the, the scripture says, do not despise small beginnings. So I never despised the fact that I had to work at Wendy's. Number one. 
And the scripture also says, be faithful. If you're faithful with little, you will be blessed with much. So I was always faithful. Like people, when they have these little, these, these jobs, they feel like they're, they're beneath them. Anything they feel is beneath them. They kind of disregard it. And I treated it like it was my, my dream job. <laughs> I treated it like it was my dream job because I'm faithful. I was faithful with the little things. I despise not small beginnings. I did not despise small beginnings. And so I took faithful actions by showing up to that job like it was my dream job. And then I also went online every single day looking for network meetings and I would choose two to three a week and I would travel 45 minutes to an hour to get there because I was living in South Carolina and I was, and I was going to meetings in Charlotte because my intention, my goal was to move to Charlotte. It was to move to Charlotte. And so therefore I drove the long way. Like I'm going to this networking meeting. I joined up, I joined a meetup group and would go and even play sports with people I didn't know because I was trying to just meet people. I signed up for different um, speed um, interview events. Um, I ended up joining a business fraternity. Like I was trying to do everything I could do faithfully. And then one day I could never make this up. I could have never told you this was going to happen for me. Somebody I met at one of these events, I email. I used to email everybody I met and like say, hey, it was a pleasure to meet you. I would love to go out to lunch. Nobody really responded to me. Now, imagine I would have been like, nobody's responding. I'm just not meant to have a job. I'm not meant to have a career. I was like, nobody's responding. Somebody, something's got to pop because I know what I'm supposed to be. I could have never predict this, but a woman, y'all know that was a teen mom. A woman hit me up and she said, sure, I'd love to go with you, but I would like to do dinner instead of lunch. Can you do dinner? I'm like, hell yeah, I can do dinner. We went to dinner. I found out this black woman was a teen mom who is now working for a government agency, making multiple six figures and knew tons of people in high places. And she said after dinner, she was like, I'm going to make a phone call. I know somebody who can get you in the door at this global firm. It was one of the largest firms in the world. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I never even know, knew I was capable of getting that because I had friends who were like, I'm going to work at the big, I'm going to work at the big firms. And I'm like, I don't think I have it in. I don't think I have the capability to do it. Like I felt like I just wasn't there. I'm just barely passing this. You know, I'm barely passing, like not barely passing. I did have a 3.0 GPA, but y'all know what I mean. I was struggling to get there. I said, I'm, I'm over here trying to get this triple major. I don't think I'm going to land this job. But when she said she knew somebody, she made a phone call, y'all. I got an interview. I got hired on full time. And that position, you usually have to go through an internship. And then the internship is usually from specific schools. And I wasn't from that school, any of those schools. They were like very, like schools I just didn't get it. Like I didn't even try to apply. 
same firm working with people who went to these firms. I mean, who went to these schools making good money at that age. And so I'm here to just use this as an example of having the faith and not knowing how it's going to work out and then creating the faithful actions that are going to lead you to where you want to be. You guys, when it comes to your dating, you have to have faith that it is all going to work out. No matter the obstacles, no matter the challenges, you can do it. And you have to take the faithful actions. And for those of you who may have a lot of trouble with this faith, I would love to invite you to work with me and my team in my signature program, Curve to Cuff. It's a 12-week mentorship program designed to take you from a not attracting the types of men that you want. And if you are attracting them, not connecting with them in a way where it's moving into anything uh, progressive or exclusive. Um, women who desire delicious love lives. One of the things that we do in the program is that we help jumpstart their faith by helping them dissolve their limited beliefs. Some of you guys have an issue accessing your faith because you have so many limited beliefs because of the past, because of what happened before, because of who you're surrounded by now. And what we do is we help you jumpstart your faith by helping you dissolve your limited beliefs through what I call the, the TTS method, the triple threat success method, where we help you develop the clarity, the confidence, and the connection to be able to attract the types of men that you desire and have the dating experiences that you want. Okay. And so in the triple threat success method, like we have a guide there that helps you drop the limited beliefs that you have over time through the reprogramming of your subconscious mind so that you can have new beliefs that actually support what you desire so that you don't have to be fighting with the old way of thinking and embrace the new way of living. That's one way. And then another way that we help you is that we help you borrow our faith. Like you get to borrow our faith. And when I say our, I mean me and my team of coaches. We have been doing this work for so long that we know exactly what it's going to take for you to have what you desire. And we know exactly what you are capable of, even when you don't. When you first come into the program and you're nervous and you and you look at all of these other women getting treated amazing. When we when you see all these other women getting flued out, when you see these other women being made a priority, being provided for, being protected, and you think like, oh, that's them, that's not me. We Give, we let you borrow our faith because we know what you're capable of doing. We just need to help mold you. And so the way we help you borrow the faith is that if you, like say, for example, if you don't have the faith that you can land quality dates, first of all, we're going to encourage you with the faith that we have. And second of all, we are going to assign you action items that will create evidence that it is true for you. So if you don't have the faith, what we do is we cultivate the action items based upon what we know works. And then you take those action items, you complete them and you're like, yo, I had no idea. Oh my gosh, this works. And I'm like, duh. 
Duh! And guess what that does? It increases your faith to believe what I'm telling you. It increases your faith to be like, oh, wow, this happened in a week. Oh, yeah, I can definitely date the types of men that I want. It increases your ability and your capacity to have more. I have clients who come in and they may not have the faith that a quality man will date them because they're plus sized. Like I have clients that they they do not have the faith that quality men will show up for them, provide, protect and build because they're plus size. They think they have to lose 15 pounds for it to happen. They think they have to lose 30 pounds for it to happen. One of the things that we do is we help them create love life rituals for themselves designed for them to start seeing evidence. We also help them start expressing their desires clearly Uh, succinctly and confidently so that over time they start collecting evidence that quality men want to show up for them. Quality men are investing in them. Quality men are providing. Quality men are trying to move them into exclusivity. I have tons of plus size clients you can talk to that you can check out. I mean, even on the podcast, who we got? We got Chris on the podcast, plus size woman. Y'all know the Rashonda, my girl Rashonda. We got Safia. All of these, like these women came into the program thinking that their plus size wasn't going, was going to get in the way. And they started attracting men who provided value. Kind men, considerate men emotionally available, emotionally attentive, emotionally intelligent men, men who are aligned with their values, men who are supportive, loving, men who invested in them financially. I have clients who have come in without the faith that quality men will invest in them. We help these women by assigning them action items. And mainly these action items are centered around them investing in themselves on a daily and weekly basis because this is important. Your out, your external environment is influenced by what's happening internally. The scripture says you're going to reap what you sow. If you're sowing into yourself a certain type of way, you are going to see and reap it externally. You're going to see it. And so what we do is we assign them action items so that they're investing in themselves daily and weekly each week. And it's different for each person. It depends on what it is. So then they can start seeing their external world just transform before their eyes. And then men are investing in them. And they're like, wow, I thought that I had to not go on ice cream dates for this to happen. I thought. That a man had to, you know, I had to require that a man take me for a $200 dinner for this to happen. I thought like, no, baby, you can do what you want. You can go on an ice cream date and still get heavily invested in. That's not your worth. I have clients who come in not having faith that they can attract quality men who pursue them without having sex. So we help women who are abstinent or celibate become comfortable. With their sexuality, first and foremost, because we realize that a lot of women who are coming to us abstinent and celibate have not become completely comfortable with their sexuality. So we help you get there. 
Because if you're not comfortable with your sexuality, what happens is there is an overemphasis on the lack of it. There's an overemphasis on your coochie, which pulls in men that have overemphasis on your coochie. Okay. And then we also help them confidently set and communicate their boundaries. So many of us say that we have a boundary, but we're so uncomfortable with it. Just because people think because they tell people that they're celibate and they're abstinent, that they're comfortable. No, sometimes we tell it because we are uncomfortable with holding it and we need to get it out. It's still not comfortable. It's still not confident. And then also living by your core values. Those are your non-negotiables for living. And many of us do not have what we desire when it comes to love is because we do not know how to set and live by our core values so that we're pulling in men who support and align with them. So that's what we do with clients who come in who think that their celibacy or their abstinence is getting in the way. So yeah, if you have questions about C2C and you are interested in joining this gladiator group of women who are really doing the inner work, the spiritual transformational work to have what their desires are, hit my DMs up. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation. Slide in my DMs. Let's have a chat. Let's see if C2C is a good fit. Let's see if this is the type of work that you're ready for. Let's see if this um, this is a commitment that you're ready to make. Haleana says C2C is by far the most wonderful investment I have ever made as a Christian woman who wanted a juicy love life. Haleana, you are also one of the most amazing clients who showed up, who did the work, who stretched yourself out of the out of your comfort zone. And you did your thing. You did your thing, ma'am. And even with all the obstacles you've had in your life, you've continued to do your thing. So shout outs to you. Like this work requires for you to work. Just joining a program don't get results. You got them for yourself. Congratulations. Any questions? What are some examples of self-love rituals and daily practices a person struggling with faith. I'm assuming you're saying what a person who's struggling with faith can do. Um, when I was mentioning, I was talking specifically love rituals, not necessarily self-love, but if they are love rituals, it's going to lead to self-love. But one of the rituals that we have the women participate in is the triple threat success guide. And that guide is created for the women to, um, drop the limited beliefs that they have. And so each day they're reprogramming new belief systems and adopting character traits that they desire to have or that they desire to embody. And every single day, that is their daily practice so that it becomes second nature to them. So that one day they wake up and they're like, wow, this is what I have been reinforcing every single day. And this is what I'm experiencing. Also, a love life ritual is asking yourself, how do I want to feel? How do I think I'm going to feel when I have this man? How do I think I'm going to feel when I finally get the man of my dreams? You might say, I'm going to feel excited. I'm going to feel loved. 
I'm going to feel adored. I'm going to feel confident. Well, then your ritual is to feel those things on a daily basis without a man. There is no way you can have a lifestyle of anxiousness and pull in peace. Men of peace. Like you can't you can't be out here sewing a lifestyle of fear and looking to reap excitement. You have to be that woman today. You have to start channeling those feelings today and doing things in your life to create those feelings. So that's a love, that's a love ritual. I actually had someone do that this past weekend. Right? That's another practice that I have the ladies do. Another practice is investing in your core values on a weekly basis. We are not aligning with the men that we desire because we don't know our core values and we not or we not living by them. So one of the things we do is we help clients develop what their core values are and every week they are investing in them. Every single week that is their responsibility is to invest in their own core values. Is to take action items that are going to show that this is their core value. And what that does over time, when, when, you, when you're engaging in these rituals, when you're engaging in these rituals, what happens is you start getting on the frequency of what you desire and it starts coming to fruition in your life. And then you're like, wow, this works. This is true. I am attracting men. Another, another love life ritual is smiling and waving. That's simple. It's smiling and waving at three men a day, five men a day. That's a love life ritual. I don't leave the house without smiling and waving at three men a day. That's the ritual. Okay. Someone says, do seemingly low effort men have the possibility of aligning as we change? Anything is possible. But what I teach my clients is that. If you pulled in low effort men at the 1.0 version of yourself, that is, that is more than likely not the man you are going to want at the 2.0 version of yourself. Even if he starts aligning, you are going to realize that the, the 2.0 version of yourself requires more, desires more. Is more expanded and she no longer desires a man that wasn't aligned with her at a place when she didn't value herself, at a place where she didn't have boundaries, at a place where she was self-abandoning, at a place where she wasn't loving herself. You rarely, when you are transforming into the 2.0 version of yourself, you rarely want the man that you wanted when you were at a lower version of yourself. Rare. That's a key indicator to me when someone isn't in their transformation stage is that they're still fiending after the men that they pulled in at their lower frequency. I love y'all and I hope y'all have an amazing day. Shout out to the Cufflinks and the Ladies of Formation who were on this live today. I love you. Bye. All right, Queen, I really hope you enjoyed that clip. If you did, this is the perfect opportunity to let it simmer, reflect, 
And then think about all the ways that you can implement this. Think about all the ways where you have not been faithful in your love life, in your dating experiences, and then what you're going to do this week moving forward, next week moving forward, this whole month moving forward so that you can begin to make the progress that you know that you can make. I want it for you. I'm tired of seeing y'all go around in circles and circles and not making progress and being stagnant and being frustrated. I really want you to win. So that being said, I would absolutely love it if you could leave a five-star written review on the podcast. If you've enjoyed this, it allows us to be seen by more eyes and discovered. And uh, yeah, girl. All right. Next time. Bye. If you thought this episode was dope and you learned from it, it would be amazing if you could take a screenshot, post, and tag me on Instagram at Torsense. I would absolutely love to connect with you over there. And if you're serious about leveling up in your love life, you gotta check out Curve to Cuff. It's my 12-week mentorship program for high-achieving women of faith who want to build a rotation of quality men in 90 days or less so they can choose their legacy partner in as early as a year. You can apply to join the next cohort at curvedtocuff.com slash details. That's curved, the number two, cuff.com forward slash details. I love to have you join the next cohort of C2C. And remember, never settle because you have choices. Choose how you want to love, choose who you want to date, and always choose to date with sense.